Warning! This is a spoiler-based podcast. If you have not seen 2011's Hobo with a Shotgun, do me a solid favor. Pause this. Go check it out on Tubi. It's free as of right now. And come back and join us. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Colt45Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on any podcasting app that's out there. That's Google Play, Satchel, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You name it, we are out there, man. Today, Colt45 is powered by Frank's Toilet Wide. And as always, we are powered by you, the listeners, the fans, everybody on Podbean. Stand up and give yourselves a fucking hand because we hit a thousand on Podbean just for the week alone. I appreciate that so fucking much. Thank you guys. I can see the numbers and see the listeners. And I just want to give a huge shout out to today's Patreon listener who this entire episode is powered by Earl Luckett. This one's for you, buddy. This is Marky Mark Markellis from Soul Wizard Podcast, and you are listening to the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You are now listening to Call 45, the only cult movie podcast that puts it on your chest. So sit back, relax, pour up, and turn up. Yeah! Welcome, everybody, to a cocked and loaded episode of Cult 45. I'm your host, Beating Down. Today, I'm joined by, as always... Ready, ready, David. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Earl Luckett has chosen Hobo with a Shotgun, and that's what we're going to be doing. Are you mm. familiar with Hobo with a Shotgun at all? Have you ever seen the movie Grindhouse from 2007? I have seen Grindhouse from 2007. I did not see this movie, although there are similarities that I was noticing. Well, um, remember they had that, that cool reel of a bunch of fake trailers? Right. Hobo with a Shotgun was one of those fake trailers. Oh yeah. Mhm. And it was a uh, I forgot the name of the guy, but that guy wasn't 100% sure he could carry an entire movie, so they wind up getting the legendary and late great unfortunately, uh Rugger Hauer, uh who was Roy Batty in um Blade Runner. So shout out to him. Rest in peace and uh, condolences to the family and everything cuz he is definitely definitely a cult movie treasure cuz we'll be doing Blind Fury sometimes in the future. Oh, good. Fuck yeah, we are, bro. That's, that's oh, actually, yes. you know what's funny? Blind Fury is the first time I've ever seen Rugger Howard as a kid. Oh, really? Yeah. No, <laughs> that it was definitely Blade Runner. I was like, nope. Syndicated movies, bro. So have you ever seen Hope with a Shotgun before this show? Nope. Really? It was an interesting experience, especially Ooh. since I had to watch it on the treadmill. And uh, again, and I was like, this is, ah. This is pretty good treadmill material. I think so. Uh, I think it's better than um some of the stuff you've seen at, at the gym. That's true. It's fair. No one else was like looking over my shoulder, like, what, what is the that? fuck is that? So, um, for me, I seen this like right around the time I first came out. But the funny thing is, I don't know if this is good or bad. I didn't remember a whole lot from it. Mm. I couldn't remember why. It was so long ago for me. Like eight eight years is a motherfucker, man. But anyway, wait. Uh let's just get into it. I don't quit fucking around, shall we? Let's do it. So, um, right out of the gate, I actually like the uh the visuals on how they like oversaturated the uh, colors to make you to make you make it appear like it's in Technicolor, even though it's not. Oh yeah, I was like, what? They, what kind of eighties filter they put over this movie? Because it like definitely feels like it was shot in the eighties. It's got like you know how if you watch Spider Man Into the Spider Verse, there's like this the dot matrix coloring yeah. that happens, yeah. and then, like but after a while, your eyes just get used to it, and you forget about it. And with this movie, like as soon as I saw it, my eyes were like, wow, this is a lot more like saturated colors i'm like i'm looking at an old big booty tv and i'm like just seeing like just all the ugh. but like an hour into it like oh no this is how it is this is how this is how it survives i was like okay cool yeah i really liked it man but um 
The movie starts with just a nice little train ride. We got Rugged Howard playing Hobo, just riding on the train. We got some nice ass, good old music, man. I feel like whatever outside world that he was coming from, he should have just stayed there. <laughs> Seriously. Jesus Christ, man, because he basically rolls into town. It was one of the worst towns in the history of Code 45, in my humble opinion. I feel like this is the... Even worse than Desperate Living's hobo shanty place? In my opinion, yes. Because at least there was some form of, like, monarchy. Like, there was... (laughs) There was some sort of order and law. They had, like, announcements letting you know what the law was, at least, for Christ's sake. There was law, in some sense. Even with with, with the fuckboy guards, there was some kind of order, dude. This is just complete upheaval. Like, guys, imagine the... The most over-the-top evil movie where, like, the hero will come in, but then just take the hero away. Like, if just there was never a hero origin story and just always, like, if Crime Alley was an entire town. This is the L.A. where Double Dragon comes from. It's like, <laughs> yeah. <where> everything's terrible. <laughs> everything's everything's terrible. The sky is trying to kill you kind of thing. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah, so it's Hope Town, ironically, but it's called Hell Town now because, uh, Right out of the gate, we got people getting like, like cars getting broken into and shit. There's bum fights, mm-hmm. and he comes across this really creepy dude who's like, "You'll be back," because they always come back oh, to old shanty. Jesus Christ! So we get a um, we get Logan who's running from his life with a uh, what seems to be a manhole affixed to his neck. Yeah, I had immediate flashbacks to Wild Wild West. You know what? I have not seen that movie, and I am sorry. What? Dude, come on. It's a terrible movie. I know. Why would I do that to myself? This was... But it's Will Smith. There was nothing to gain from it. I was told it was going to be good. Nah, man. I saw that music video. I was like, no, thank you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrons, don't put that on there. Don't put it on the Patreon. (laughs) Please, guys, don't. Please fucking don't do this to us. But um, yeah, it's one of the Trailer Park Boys playing Logan. He looked familiar. Dude, you, you're not familiar with the Trailer Park Boys? Not at all. Sorry. Oh, we shit. We got to fix that, man. This is a Canadian film, so shout out to uh, Brendan over at uh, What Were They Thinking podcast. But um, yeah, he's um, it's like a super popular Canadian show, but like Snoop Dogg's been on there. It's, it's a big fucking deal. They even went to Snoop Dogg show and uh, smoked, smoked it up. Um, the GCN network um, thing he does. The, no, the game show network. No, never mind. Moving on. Just I will protect your blackness, and we're gonna cut that out. Good lord. Oh, keep it in. No, that's, that's embarrassing. That's fine. <laughs> but anyway, so Logan's running from his life, right? So like, we're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. It's always like the man in the white suit, or the or the guy with the sunglasses, or the dude with the big old fucking haircut. But it's all of these guys combined, apparently, and the reverend of the town, Drake. Yeah, the, like, the whole fucking family rolls up, and it's like, we get, like, clear 80s callback cheese. Like, this this really reeks, in a good way, reeks mm-hmm. of a trauma film. Oh, yeah. And uh, it has all the notes, the horrible, like, here's the deal. Like, I think about uh, Sharknado a lot when I think about Hobo with a Shotgun. As far okay. as like these movies purposely made to be um, like cult type movies, like like it's not, it wasn't just like you know it was so bad that we just kept it and it's funny to us. Like this was purposely made to be that type of movie, and I I'm kind of on the fence for some of those movies sometimes. This one felt more like an homage rather than a cash in because he um the same director did a uh, Turbo Kid, huh? And Turbo Kid is awesome, and there's also one thing that's very clear, and I hope all of his movies have 
this one little thing we'll talk about later. But okay. uh, yeah, dude, this town is fucked. And like Drake looks like a fucking Batman villain. He's fucking like it's like Caesar Romero's Joker. That's what he looked like to me. That's yeah. If you took if you took the charisma of Caesar uh, of Caesar's Joker, yeah, um, like the hair of the Riddler from the '60s cartoon. Yeah, but give Frank him Frank Gorshman. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, nice. And then give him black mask clothes. That's the Drake. Yep. And like his sons are like '80s cheese bad guys. Uh, slick. <laughs> I keep thinking about Slick Morty, but Slick and Ivan. And uh, funny enough, the guy that played Ivan was actually in the suit of one of the plague members. No, yeah, he did double duty on that one. But um, I thought so. I was like, I feel like he was. I felt like they had ran out of cast pretty quick, and I was like, are the three robbers the same three dudes who were like later in the likely, movie? Like, most likely, most likely. It turns out that Logan, the guy that's running for his life, is Drake's fucking brother. Mm. And like, we have to realize, you know, you know, no one is no one is worth saving in this town. You know how they they got to qualify how bad these people are. They're so bad that they're willing to kill their uncle, just like uh, allegedly Kim Jong Un. Allegedly, allegedly. Uh, case we have a in case of our listeners in North Korea, dude. Uh, America's been compromised for a while, so I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just, gonna <laughs> just cover all the bases. Just being safe. Plentiful food over in North Korea. Anyway, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing but golden corrals, as far as the eye can see. <laughs> just fucking. They're all as fat as a uh, uh, supreme leader. Anyway, but yeah, so they're doing public executions, right? And these guys are like fear mongers, you know what I mean? Like, like this is literally they live off fear. Like, this is their thing. This is what they do, and they're forcing the just random crowd to participate and cheer on what the fuck is about to happen, which is sick on a whole bunch of levels. The manhole's being used immediately, so they lift up a manhole cover and throw him into the sewer, and his head sticking out, right? Right. And they wrap some barbed wire around his fucking neck. Okay. See. I was like, as soon as he went in the manhole cover, my brain went, they're going to run his head over with the truck. And I was like, Jesus, that's going to get fucking graphic. And then they like, they, <laughs> they put the like razor wire over his head. And I was like, oh, they're going to put like a crown of thorns on him before they run him over. And like, no, no, no. It's going to get worse than that. <laughs> so it was, so this movie, the movie is going in one particular direction. Cause, cause mm-hmm. like, you know, your, your train of thought is your train of thought. And it makes perfect sense. Cause that's normally what will happen. And, um, you know, slick, you know, because you know, I also appreciate when they rushed, uh, when they rushed Logan to capture him. That like Slick had us mentioned that he hates Christmas, just so you know that he's <laughs> piece of shit. Yeah, because he's an asshole. Like, how do you hate? How do you hate Christmas? Exactly. So like, they wrap it up, and um, Slick, in a true piece of shit fashion, goes in reverse because he wants to see this shit go down. They pop off Logan's head. But this is where you realize, oh, it's that type of movie. Mm-hmm. Some random slut. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm saying this not to be that guy. But just here. But she out. never comes back. That's the other thing. She did she did for like one quick scene because she she made a face uh when they when he summoned the play. But when he gets beheaded, because everyone's wearing white, this mm-hmm. slut just coming I mean, literally like she was waiting on it runs to the blood fountain that is uh, Logan's neck and proceeds to like whore dance all over the fucking place getting covered in blood and just loving it and I'm like what? because I thought I really thought she was going to be like a like a villain to fight yeah I thought so too yeah but she was just there to be a whore 
I was expecting someone who go through the manhole to have their neck snapped. Ooh, that would have been dope. Because it's like you're literally dropping them six feet. And yeah, then he should have yeah, he, he died. There should have been no, uh, That should have been like snap. But he then, did say he couldn't feel his legs. Right. So maybe That's he was may, maybe he's paralyzed. Because he's not that great an actor. He, <laughs> he was one note. So like. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm just like uh, my brain was trying to do its thing. And I was like, no, nah, it's not that kind of movie, man. You might, as well, you might as well just move on. Okay. After the slut dance, I'm sure your brain was fully off at that point. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on trying to get to 300 calories. You watch this movie. <laughs> like. So check this out. I got to tell you this awesome story. Okay. True story about this. So in the crowd, there was an extra, Randy. Mm-hmm. This extra was actually blind. He was blind for years. And through medical procedures and the miracle of science, he actually was able to see. And one of the first visions this man had in years is a fake head getting ripped off of found of blood and one of the sluttiest of white bitches dancing um into said bloodstream like that that is his one of his first memories <laughs> what in the backwards ass fuck <laughs> that is fucking hilariously awesome <laughs> the backwards ass fuck bro i don't know but he he was <laughs> i mean but could you imagine the car ride, knowing where you're taking him, and just excited like, dude, you're gonna love this. I'm so glad you could see this. <laughs> like, do you remember that movie you were in? It's gonna be amazing. Like, what? Yeah, it. look. So that's you. <laughs> after this complete debauchery happens, like the hope, the hobo was witness to this, you know, but he shrugs mm-hmm. it off because this town is shit. And he, he walks by a nearby pawn shop where he sees this lawnmower. And I love how this lawnmower, like, I don't think I have uh, the, the, the academic chops to break down what this lawnmower means, but it, I know it's clearly his salvation because not only was there a old style TV showing a family with the father cutting the grass, there was, a, there was like a, a Jesus lawn ornament. So, you know, the whole deal. This is Americana. This is hard work at its best, right? He, oh, he, I didn't I didn't catch the Jesus uh, bit, but that makes more sense now. Yeah, this is fucking salvation, man. So like it's the path not taken. <laughs> so he goes um to figure out how to make this money cuz he sees it's $50, right? Right. But he's trying to do it the, the honest way, as honest as he can because he uh you know, he's trying to write a sign and he was going to lie and he couldn't even do it. And like I don't know what it was about this scene, but it got to me a little bit, bro. He just wrote, I'm tired. That's fair. Did that hit you at all? Did that read it? Because like, I wasn't ready for that. Like, I, I forgot that this had any kind of substance at this point. I feel like this, is, this was only two scenes in this movie that like kind of hit me. I was like, huh, okay, okay. Did this do anything for you or, or, or is there something wrong with me, Randy? I don't know. Just, like, I've seen that sign in a bunch of other, like an actual real life hobo hands. So, <laughs> so it's... <laughs> In actual filthy hobo hands. In actually filthy hobo hands. So I'm like, I was like, yeah, that's that's fair. And like, I don't know. I don't want to. I wanted to go deeper in this movie. Like maybe this whole thing. Like because there's a you know big speech about homelessness at this the end. This is what we do, bro. No, no, no. We gotta do this. This is what we do. And I'm just like, maybe the whole movie is just about how the powers that be create the situation of homelessness, of hopelessness, of of like sh- streets that are run like terrible and like there's not there's corruption everywhere we look in even in our religious or 
official channels and it's like Randy, this, what? <laughs> you, you, no i'm i'm not clowning you I, I was literally feeling you because i was i was i was over analyzing drake and his sons i was like yeah. are, are they the government because they're, they're really making a point no, no, no. Talk they're about. the religious. They they have literally have a scene where they're sitting at the table behind them says the Last Supper. Mm, I didn't get really. You know what? You're right. You're the fact right. that they're always clothed in white that means that they're always portrayed as the pureness. And it's like he has fans. He has he puts on a performance and he does this. You know, and he makes them clap. He wants them to like. And he feels like he's doing righteousness. He's without resolve. But like you know, and I'm like. No, he's more he's more in it for the infamy though, right? <clears throat> like like to you know name or to be famous, yeah, yeah. To to never be forgotten, to like itch in their minds. But like I don't know, I just feel like the the, the fear mongering part. I I feel like I get a government vibe from it, but that's just me, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. So like as he's trying to get these chains and stuff, we have just random like biker thugs from like the Dark Knight comics just coming out of nowhere and like just hawks. All the loogie on his fucking sign, and they just snatch up because, like, they props to Rucker Howard for looking like the cleanest hobo of all time. But anyway, they yeah. grab this other um, homeless dude, and they just kind of fuck off to this weird lair that has a picture of Drake. And um, you know, hobo notices it, and then we see Slick rolling up in his fucking car, going into the lair. And what's inside the lair, Rando? It's like uh, the Chuck E. Cheese of hell, apparently. <laughs> It's got bumper cars, it's got skee-ball, it's got video games, but some of the games are just to torture homeless people, or to kill them, really. Do we see a dude get his head fucking exploded with bumper cars. Just like, with no gravitas. It's just like, yep, that happened, moving on. And like, Ivan has this dude, like the dude that was snatched up, tied up to a fucking post, and there's the, uh, you know, the hammer game from, from the carnivals, where you hit it and it goes up and hits the bell. He's like, hey, Slick, check this out. Brings the hammer down and explodes this dude's foot. And I'm just like, God damn. And apparently, this is like, this the same building was the same, uh, the building used by the Shredder for the Foot Clan because there's an arcade attached. Yeah. It, is it Funplex? Like, where are they? <laughs> That's what it is. It's like, it was a DZ zone. It was a DZ zone. Before, before they shut it down. Discovery Zone, yeah. How's that for '90s, '80s that is fucking a, throwback? That's a deep pool. That's a, I enjoy that. Yeah, fucking um, like there's an arcade there, and it's just thrown off by this white kid named Otis and <laughs> young white man. Kid. Fucking fuck Otis. I, the thing about this movie is I'm expecting one person, and I did get my one person who was like, you know, this is fucked up, right? And that was like, okay, so there's least hope in the world. But like everyone else, including Otis, who's like, I, I get you the money, Slick. Just don't, just don't hurt me. Just like, well, I gotta teach you not to like fucking be late with my money. And he takes fucking Otis's arm and like snaps it over the Contra controller and just like, it's like, ah, he's freaking out. And like, don't worry, I got something for the pain. And he mushes the guy's face, a la Scarface. Into this cocaine. 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 And like, uh, Otis is just, <laughs> I feel so much better now. And he runs off in a coke-fueled, you know, just stupor. But like, what killed me was, enter Abby during this entire debacle, right? Mm. She's like, let him slide. Right. 
And the genius writing of uh, this movie, this <laughs> slick turns to her. And he's like, the only thing that's going to slide is my dick in that pussy. I'm like, Jesus, man. Damn. Yep. That's a classy guy. You're a good dude. It was there, crazy. There couldn't get any more weird when we're describing her. Oh, wait, we haven't gotten there yet. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, you feel bad, but you think that she's like a normal person. And like Slick, after breaking this dude's arm and just fueling him with coke, runs up on her from behind. And it's super rapey and it's super terrible, but she's down for it. Because he's the, one of the richest guys in town. And she's a prostitute. Yeah. And she's she's about the game, man. So, like, knowing that he's a murderer, she's, like, still trying to take that chance. And, of course, it gets dicey immediately. But, like, I wasn't ready for the escalation to go so fucking fast, Randy. Because it was already, first of all, I was I was already alarmed that he was, like, mouth-kissing a prostitute. Mm-hmm. That threw me off. <laughs> I was horrified for a different reason. But... As they're making out, wherever they were, like it's like a trap. And out comes somebody from the fucking purge with a trash bag, bro. Yep. Jesus Christ, that's a, that's a bad time. Bro. I don't even know why the fuck you would bother being a pro. Like that's the worst place make, to be a prostitute. <laughs> this is the worst make town. sense to me of like why would you pick this per- profession in this town? You're better off being a prison bitch. Yeah, like. Like, I would be seriously. okay being a like a garbage guy because you would just find all the bodies and needles and shit. Uh, and as long as you wear metal gloves, you'd be okay. Uh, but like, but I, like if you were anything you're else, way too comfortable with that. What the fuck? That sounds why awful fuck? as fuck. <laughs> why the fuck would you stay here? Yeah, dude, Ugh, bro. Why would you raise children there? Because <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. Like, as yeah, soon we'll, as you got someone pregnant, like we're leaving this fuck up town. Yeah. And burn, we're driving the 30 house down, miles so we'll never turn in back. any direction. <laughs> exactly, dude. Fucking hey, man. We'll so, go to Detroit before we come back to this motherfucker. Oh, I forgot to add in, like, when uh, Slick rolled up behind Abby. And she's like, why are you doing this? He's like, because you're wet. Like, I know, no, no. He said something like, you know I know you're wet. You know how I know your pussy's wet? Yeah. Because my, my dick is thirsty. Jesus. Oh. Who wrote this? Who wrote this? <laughs> like seriously. So Just thankfully, two dudes who are like really drunk and they're like, okay, what does he say to her now? Um, after all that horrible stuff, we get Hobo X mocking by the grace of God. He shows up, and um, God, the writing in this movie is like egregiously retarded. To like, I can't. I, it's so on purpose that it's really heavy handed. Because um, there was something about go tell it to Mother Teresa. He's gonna kill him. He's threatening to kill him. Yeah. Slick. Go tell it to Mother Teresa while she's fingering you in the ass. No, finger blasting you in the ass. Right. Whatever. What? It's just insanity. But thankfully, the hobo knocks him the fuck out with a cane and a socket chain. Yep. And that was just hilarious. That's soap, amazing. Soap in a sock is better, but a sack of nickels is just fucking... <laughs> I mean, I, that's how you do it. I, and I was like, I was expecting him to beat him senseless a little bit more. Just like, just nah. the one and done kind of wasn't enough for me. Like, really? He, he's down. No, nah, man. Hit he's, him again. He's, <laughs> he doesn't really know the gravity of how bad this town is. You know what I mean? Because he's, for some reason, making a citizen's arrest, this hobo. All and, right. And he picks him up and takes him all the way to the fucking police station where we have this, you know, mild manner looking police chief, right? Yeah. Give some props and everything. It's like, you know what, man? Like, I got to keep it 100. You know, crime is rampant in here. 
but uh, you never got properly introduced to the, to the to the town, have you? And like you know, the hobo was like, they never do. And he's like, welcome to fuck town. I'm like, what? <laughs> Worst case scenario. Yep. Ivan and, and uh, Slicker there, man, and they they jump up on him, they beat up on him. The, the chief is enjoying his way too much talking shit. But you know, because um, you know he was like either a second cousin or a third cousin or something like that. There's no way this town gets this bad. Just look around and be like, yeah, bum fights, prostitution, basically human torturing in the like in the fucking ball pit at Chuck E. Cheese, and it's like. <laughs> Where are the cops? Where are the officials? You what, gotta is be. There no, you gotta be like somebody had to do something, right? You gotta nah. be. You gotta be family members to refer to them as the princess of fuck town. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna call a man that's not blood related to me some shit like that. And like, he's not the princess like, of fuck town. Like, what? So I kind of laughed. I'm the Duke of Dickville. <laughs> nice. I, I I laughed at the scene only because like the whole. I thought this was. <laughs> I thought I was doing the right thing. Like the whole monologue <laughs> that Hobo was having while he was getting his chest carved like um the kid like the bully from it. Mm-hmm. Just who does this? And they write the word scum on his chest. And it's like that's that's fucked. That's pretty fucked up. Uh-huh. That's graphic, guys. Why would you do that? Speaking of I mean, that, I'm glad I'm glad he didn't like just like, you know what, stab, 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 end of movie. <laughs> but speaking of uh graphic and just, you know, over the top, we have Abby out here in these streets selling that ass. And she gets approached by a John mm-hmm. who says, and I quote, I just want to cut my dick off. And rub it all over your titties. That's what we're doing yeah. out here. That's that's how we. That's that's, that's how, how we get, get ready, down. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's um ridiculous. So obviously, Abby pumps the brake. I like how she does it though. She's like, calm down. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Take it down a notch, bro. Yeah. Like, how often does that happen to you? But um, thankfully. Wait. Let me let me read this back. You cut your own dick off, and then what else? <laughs> so thankfully, your boy. Hobo X mocking them once again and just like cock blocks this dude by falling all over the place, bleeding to death. And in a shocking turn of events, I guess because she owes her. I mean, no, you know what? It does make sense because I forgot about the baby faced mass person with the trash bag. Yeah, I would do whatever that man needs. <laughs> so, yeah. she, so she takes him home. You gotta, you gotta talk me through this, Randy. Like, um, what the fuck happens here? Because she takes him in, they they talk, yada yada yada. But she gives him a shirt with a bear on it, right? Mm-hmm. What the fuck was this? Just explain everybody what happens in this next sequence. We haven't got much of the hobo part of this aspect movie, I guess, because <laughs> the stereotype of most homeless people or, or hobos is that they aren't all exactly there. You know, that's the kind of a thing. So Abby gives her, him one of the sh- sweatshirts left by a John because it <laughs> wouldn't fit her. I'm going to go with that because it's it's a double XL for sure. And he's like, oh, I like this. And it's got a bear on it. And he puts it on and because she doesn't want to get blood on her sheets. Because he's going to let this homeless person sleep in her bed. You know, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, I got to tell you, can I tell you a story about the bear? You know, the grizzly bear? And he's like, bears <laughs> have this... Uh, kind of like a, an area or like a zone and and if you're outside the zone even if you're like a mile away from the zone the bear 
you couldn't give two shits about you. But as soon as you get inside the zone, the bears can maul your face off with one of its paws and take your whole face with it. Eyes, <laughs> nose, everything. Just, oh Why you sound like Ashley Schaefer? <laughs> Down in my plums. Down in my plums. <laughs> A bluish hue. <laughs> That's exactly how you fuck. Let him watch. Anyway, uh, <laughs> whew. and he trails off in true hobo fashion. Like, yeah, and that's why you and don't hug why bears. You don't hug bears. Right to sleep. I love when he wakes up. He leaves. I don't know how a photograph of a bear. Because and I'm like, where did you get that? <laughs> so weird and he's like you know I guess he you know he has his newfound purpose and he's really trying to get to that fucking lawnmower yeah. so he goes to that shady ass bum fight film guy and is like ready to make that 50 mm. bum fight guy is like <laughs> lets him smash a bottle on his head he's like nah that's, that's gonna get you 20 baby I need you to heat that glass He's like smile for him, and it's just, it's just, it's bad, it's bad. But he gets Ugh. the money, man. He does what he has to do. Honestly, considering how this town rolls, he got mm-hmm. off kind of easy. Seriously, I don't mean. How did he not make him shove that bottle up his ass? Because that seemed like where it was going. Yeah, because his bum fights were to the death. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were like just more basic bum fights. These were like. Hardcore like snuff film bum fights, dude. It's fucking terrifying. It's like I'll give you ten dollars. Now kill that man. <laughs> Sether his spinal cord from his base of his spine with these fucking toothbrushes. Like Jesus Christ, fuck, bro. What would stop the two hobos? Be like, hey, what if we just kill this guy and take his camera? <laughs> also forgot to mention. Um, in the morning we have a pimp angrily. Uh, Delegating to these hoes. I don't know how to say this. <laughs> yeah, delegating. I mean, you know, street turns, baby, it's gorilla pimping because he's being he's strong arming these hoes. He's not earning their trust or they love. He's <laughs> having a Monday morning meeting with all his hoes. <laughs> you guys really need to put up your sales, guys, because we're down two percent. I mean, Trixie, I want to see more <laughs> knee marks where you're getting where are you getting all your hard work from? How I'm not seeing any where are you doing? Where's the 110%? Seriously, though, there's, there'll be nothing ter- more terrifying than a pimp that does metrics. That'd be just awful. We need the synergy, guys. Synergy. <laughs> Bethica, you know you're only good on Sunday evenings. And you just- <laughs> damn it, Rachel. Those are rookie numbers. You got to bring it up. <laughs> also, I hate to mention this, guys. We have a pedo um, in this town. And he's dressed as Santa Claus. And he's driving around. With reckless abandon, because there's a poor black girl banging on the door, praying to get out, dude. And like, it's just there's no one stopping him. And I was just like, I, I was literally thought horrified. this was like, I was like, is this the fucking like origin story of Happy? Because that happens in that show. Oh my god! Like it's a it's a Santa Claus who kidnaps a black girl, and then like her imaginary friends flies off. So like, Ugh, that's terrifying, dude. I don't want to watch that. But um, but it's, it's funnier than it, than I like. Oh, that part's wow. just disturbing, okay. but the rest of it's kind of funny and dark. Can't wait to <laughs> laugh. Um, so he tried, he he's, he go back to the pawn shop right after all this craziness. He right. made he made his money. He got fifty bucks in hand. 
And all he's trying to do is just get in there and get to his salvation, man. Get that lawnmower. Get the fuck out of town. Make honest goddamn money, man. In literary terms, this is called the point of no return. Where the, <laughs> nice. where the hero has to make a choice between the good life or the unexpected life. And the weirdness about it is both paths look almost identical if you look at them from afar. The lawnmower is forty nine ninety nine, but something happens: a giant robbery. Three guys come in, masked with a machete and a gun, and the guy with the gun points it at the baby. And I'm really surprised no one like freaked out about that because the guy with Toxic Avenger quit after that movie when he had to point a gun at a baby. <laughs> so it's like times have changed, bro. Times have changed. Ah, fuck it. Internet makes it okay. <laughs> and I was so sure that everyone in this pawn shop was going to die because everyone else seems to. And he's like, give me all the money. Give me all the money out of the register. And the pawn owner, he does it. He, like, he takes all the money out of the register, dumps it on the counter. The problem is, it's a fucking fuck town where prostitutes and police, corrupt police officers make the most money. They're not really pawning anything. Yeah. <laughs> so the pawn owner's only got like $70 in there. He's like, give us all the fucking money. That's all I got. That's all I got. Give us all the fucking money. I'm going to count to 10 and I'm going to kill this bitch. One, two, and three. And I'm like, at four, you hear, what? And that's when the hobo makes his choice. Because besides the lawnmower for $49.99 was a fully armed shotgun, apparently. Because... No, it this is a pawn on it. This pawn shop bullets. had the same rules as the Terminator guy because I put the bullets right next to the gun. No, no, no. It's a shotgun with infinite, infinite ammo. I feel like um, it's a magic shotgun. I, I really think that's what it was. It is the ma- It is like Zelda sword magic shotgun because you know he had to reload it twice in this movie, but he killed at least thirty people. Yeah, exactly. So, Every blast knocks a dude ten feet. Every blast. <laughs> Every time, just he kills. Sh- he kills a one by one. Like each shot, like literally, is one shot, one kill for the majority of this movie, man. Right. And uh, I put in my notes, Hobo goes full Rorschach, because um, it's that type of movie, man. Like this is this is the movie that Rorschach plays in his head when he when he's like bored on on like patrol and shit. No, this is the movie Rorschach plays when he wants to fall asleep, but he needs to bump one out real fast, so he just gets his, he gets his KY. He puts on Hobo with a shotgun and just like. Yeah, speaking of cocking, we get a shotgun montage. And I, real talk, whoever made that soundtrack for that montage, dope. Yeah. That's the kind of music you play when you're shooting a gaggle of assholes. Like, everybody deserved it, Randy. Every single perforated body deserved that hot justice bukkake to cost their chest, bro. That's what they had fucking coming, bro. Right. Buckshot. Clean this fucking town. All day, dude. <laughs> We get a creeper guy. He catches it like immediately. He hits him like 20 feet away. Mm -hmm. And he's on his knees and she's like, now I want you to eat that tape. I'm like, yeah. The fucking pimp had a missing tooth. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) hobo put gun inside missing tooth. Takes his head away. Uh, There was random sex slaves being bet on in a game of poker and they were bloody because this is fucktown usa right because you can't just fuck them you have to beat them up a little bit apparently yeah, yeah i mean in that town and um 
Otherwise, you're not you're not putting all your money to get use if you just fuck them. That's, what the hell? So, oh, one, one thing one thing we forgot to mention in the bear story that is clearly mm-hmm. about him. Um, if the bear gets a taste of blood, it becomes a man killer. That's another scary thing to tell somebody before they go to bed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but when he shoots the last robber, a little bit of blood got in his mouth. Oh. So he's in full like man killer mode because in the sex slave, because they were also betting on these bitches. It was like they were collateral. The hobo rolls up on him with this hat with holes poked in it. Like hiding his face, but he has his own shotgun in his mouth, like he's a crazy suicidal person. He's looking insane, and he literally disarms uh, one of the guys who had a, who had a machine gun, and like just had them laughing because they're thinking they're about to watch a dude blow his brains out. You're in full psychopath mode. That's not a heroic way to enter any room to save anybody. I think it was just the coke because he saw the coke and he's like, these people may get all giggle- giggly nah, whenever man. they're on nah, that man. shit. Nah, bro, he was. It was. I was. A, and also, uh. Why is your hat always a robber's mask? Who the fuck were you? There's another story behind this movie. I know that there has to be. I feel like the reason why he's a hobo is because he used to be a master criminal and he just went insane. And he's like, I got to stop. I have to stop. So when he when he faked him out, he hit him with a hallelujah. It was weird. It was dope. It was weird. Mm. <laughs> and uh, oh, thank God. Uh, rape Santa gets killed. Like, yeah. Because... He was making chimney references and they were gross. Oh. Um, back at the Drake's lair, because um, you know, it's on TV now. Like it's on the right. news. It's on the news. It's in the newspapers. I love how like one guy in the montage got shot because he was stealing the newspapers. <laughs> like, how dare you fucking take the shit now? So like words getting into Drake, and like, you know, Drake puts two and two together that the hobo that beat up his son is the hobo murdering all these motherfuckers in these streets. He ain't happy about it, man. And um, this is where like Drake is like, you know, kind of like, laying down like how he's supposed to spread fear. Like, like you know, you need to like think outside the box with your revenge. You, you, you know, it's too cookie cutter. You got to find a way to do this. All of this deep conversation is happening. There's a man hanging upside down being beaten by three topless women. Yeah, like a human pinata. It was fucking gross. What was really gross is when uh, Drake pulled out a amazing razor covered like lucille part two yeah like lucille like the t-1000 of lucille yeah and he hits a motherfucker in the gut with that shit and he just fucking bursts like a meat bag and i was like jesus christ so slick has to think outside the box now right yeah and uh him and ivan roll up to a school bus and ivan has two boom boxes because why not and they're jamming Disco Inferno. <sighs> you want you want to take this? Or you want me to do it? Yeah, I'll do this one. <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> I could do it. I, no, it's okay. Just I was just thinking about like yeah. So the bad guys do these terrible things, and the hobo kills all the bad guys. Well, now the bad guys have to do even more terrible things. Like I want to say there's at least thirty kids in that bus for sure. 30 between the no no high schoolers no you know preteens just middle school and under like so basically babies almost ch- just children for sure children and then the bus driver and slick and ivan get on ivan's got the boombox you know blaring disco inferno while slick has a flamethrower 
They never get to burn baby bird. No. No. But that's exactly what happens. He destroys that entire bus with the kids. And then and then you're treated with a kid trying to escape out of the back and she's trapped and you get to watch her burn. I'm like, what is what is happening? And 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 literally, before you have time to even catch your breath, because the news is trying to report what happened. Out of nowhere, a fucking ice skate flies across the room, smashes into the anchor's chest, killing him instantly. And it's the gang. It's it's Drake and the boys. And they're screaming and threatening violence and demanding that every homeless person gets murdered. Yep. And the people have to do it. Not not them. They're making them do it. Or they'll murder more of their children. And what do they do, Randy? They grab one. Thankfully, the corpse looks fake as fuck. <laughs> But they grabbed the one of the charred remains of the children and shook it around. Just to show that they ain't fucking playing. And then for the pieces of shit who don't care about kids, <laughs> you, the Drake slides in and you can have my bitches. Like, what? Oh, look at these titties. I love these titties. That's just a random thing. But I guess that's for true psychopaths, I guess. Yeah. It's like, what if I don't have kids? <laughs> well, then you can have these titties. Oh, okay. I'm good with that. So we have to deal with more like a whole other montage now, but at this time it's homeless people getting murdered. There's a mother and child in a dumpster fire. Yeah. A lot of bad shit. There was a dude in containers getting just fucking atom smashed by construction equipment. Like it's all horrible, man. And we cut back to Abby because this is how we take a break. This is how we <laughs> distance ourselves from pain and misery. We watch a bitch on a stroll. Awesome. That's how it works. Awesome. And we get Creepy John again. But guess what, ladies and gents? He's a fucking cop. Uh, and he says yeah, something as wonderful a as uh, he would love to eat the peanuts out of her poop. Mm-hmm. That is... What the fuck's wrong Jesus, with you? Jesus, man. Rolls up to her. Hits her with another amazing written line. Oh, I love the smell of your asshole. What? I love the smell of your asshole. I'm like that's no, that's, no, that's, the smell of it. Like he's the he's, smell. Like he loves like like from the distance that he's at, he can just hone in on it. Like I get it. That's just, all he likes about it. Just that, that's it. So it's annoying how egregious it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm impressed. Like, it's like you're just like uh, it's like a kid wrote it. It it is. That's exactly what it is. It's like a child wrote this, and it's just like, eh. What 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 would be something else dirty he would say? Something about her butt. Go with that. Then we'll go with feet later. <laughs> Something. <laughs> so thankfully, once again, Hobo X Machina shows up. And he shoots this dude into a puddle. Like he melted him with a shotgun. Yeah. She's the fucking teacher! Blah, blah. And he Gallagher's the shit out of Abby. Like Abby is just, she's at SeaWorld. And the bullets are Shamu, dog. And she is just getting drenched in that dude's blood, bro. And, uh, you know, the mob is out there. And they hear the shotgun. And they, they already knew who it is. And they're trying to go kill him, even though he probably saved a life. And he has to hide, right? Mm-hmm. Because the fucking mob is coming. They're fucking crazy. He, they grab that corpse. And they hide the hobo in a shopping cart full of guts. <laughs> That's a death metal song right there. Shopping cart full of guts. Full of guts. <laughs> I'll listen to that. That sounds dope. That's a death clock song, probably. Yep. No, uh, they did briefcase full of guts. Oh, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, you're right. Fuck yeah, man. Um, oh, we found out that Otis notices um, the hobo going to Abby's house, right? Mm-hmm. So when he dimes him out, Ivan fucking bastards. and fucking Slick roll up there, and Ivan is wearing fucking ice skates, dude. Because it's Canadian. That makes sense. Ugh. I was like, why the fuck are you wearing ice skates? I was like, oh, because it's in Canada, bro. That's why. I, I, didn't, I didn't even think about that. But um, he comes in there like karate kicking with them shits on. I was like, Jesus Christ. A whole other type of game there, buddy. And then he like starts beating up on uh, the hobo and like ATL stomping on his back with fucking ice skates. Fucking him up. Fuck him up. And then we had like terrible dialogue from um, Slick this entire time. It was just awesome. Just can you hear me that can you feel me shit that was dumb what are you doing mm. it's cause just wanna just just wanted to make it sensual for her yeah and he got real sensual when he pulled out a fucking hacksaw and started cutting off her fucking head Jesus I forgot dude I do not remember this yeah I was like oh fuck no I, I, I almost I was like oh shit she's so dead she's so dead because before this scene happens Abby and the hobo have like, okay, we're going to get away. We're going to get your lawnmower. We're going to have a better life somewhere else. There's grass somewhere else, right? Let's just get the fuck out of town. Let's right. leave. Right. And he's like, you're right. We should go and get somewhere else. Only grab what you need. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> fucking Batman, dude. Who is it? <laughs> yes. It's Batman. <laughs> Did you make him fear the <laughs> night? <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, luckily, as she's getting her fucking head sawed off, um, Ivan accidentally kicks a toaster that the hobo grabs, and he gets electrocuted. I thought he died, but he did not, which was yeah. a shock to me. Yeah, it was a shock to Ivan, too. <laughs> like, ah, he made me come! Like, like, again, ugh. really movie? Why? It's annoying. Why would you say that? Like, what? Are you proud? Are you horrified? Are you? Like, are you upset? Right? Or are you happy? Like, what, what? How? I've never heard anyone say that with a pissed off attitude. How did they capture uh, Slick? After the yeah, after the toaster, Hobo goes in there with the shotgun because Slick is still trying to cut through Abby's skull or oh, neck. That's right. That's right. That's right. And it's like he like get your hands off the girl, girl. And and what's crazy? What's crazy is that when he captures him somehow, some way, Slick allowed him to uh, fashion him a duct tape diaper with the uh, shotgun where his uh, pee pee goes. Yeah, it was a chastity belt made of pain. And Jesus, that's that's good. You know what? This is the second week in a row somebody gets their dick blown off. Yep. And dies from it. <laughs> he dies. A person almost got their head chopped off, but survives. While another person gets their dick blown off and then immediately dies. Hey man, fuck him. Cause uh, I like I like when he he had change I guess in his pocket and he called his dad. Yeah. Dad he like, had a loony in his pocket and he threw it up there and he's like, fucking Canadian bastards. <laughs> Whoa! What the fuck? Sorry, I got real salty because someone someone paid me in fucking loonies the other day. <laughs> uh, okay, fair, 
Fair. I, I was like, I thought I was coming from nowhere, dude. I was like, Jesus, man. So anyway, uh, so Slick dies on the phone with his dad, and like, I love mm-hmm. the uh, fucking bus coming back from the afterlife, the ghost bus. Yeah, that was. Dope. I was like, I was so hoping the bus driver would be a dude in a black hood, just like. It's for you, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> you did this. But they I, I was very sad that there was no Grim Reaper, dude. I was ready. I was Yeah, ready. I was wanted, I wanted a Grim Reaper. We'd get him anyway because Drake, upset that his son died, summons the fucking plague. Mm-hmm. And it's two actual demons, Randy. They're not dudes. They're not just dudes who are motorcycles who like are really high on LSD and just driving around whenever you blow their horn of Voskavas. <laughs> Yeah, it's heavy Mandy vibes. But these are actual demons. Yeah. Like, they have a... Cause like, you he know, actually said the word summon, and I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> bro, these dudes are pretty fucking awesome. Because one oh, is like yeah. a, one, one's a robot man with like a robot face, and the other one is like Mad Max to like the nth degree. He was like fucking Snake. <laughs> and like, while they're being summoned and they're like gearing up and shit for battle, mm-hmm. uh, you know... Abby's like actively dying. <laughs> so and I like how everyone's calm, but all the doctors are calm until the bitch flatlines. And the doctors lose their collective shit and they start aggressively saving this bitch. I'm like, what is this about? Because there's a dude with a shotgun outside. He's like, save oh, the girl. Right. Save the girl. You're all dead. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. <laughs> Breathe, you whore. Breathe, you whore. <laughs> you don't get to die until I say so. Oh, my God. But she gets saved, right? Yeah. And it's all good. But Hobo's trying to say goodbye because he has to go back and finish the fight. Man. He knows yeah. it. And um, this scene was like the second scene that got to me where I was like, man, this is, this is fucking good. And he's, um, he's standing in the maternity ward facing... A legion of babies who should not have been fucking born in this town. Yep. And he gives this riveting speech. A long time ago, I was one of you. They're all brand new and perfect. No mistakes, no regrets. People look at you and think of how wonderful your future will be. They want you to be something special, like a a doctor or a lawyer. I hate to tell you this, but if you grow up here, you're more likely to wind up selling your bodies on the streets or shooting dope from dirty needles in a bus stop. And if you're successful, you'll make money selling junk to crackheads. And you won't think twice about killing someone's wife. Because you won't even know what was wrong in the first place. Um, maybe you ain't not like me. With a shotgun. I hope you can do better. You are the I don't know what it was about it, man. Like, I don't know if it was just him 
of his head up against the window, like breathing into it, like desperate, like, don't do this. I thought it was more of like an ultimatum. It's like, there are a lot of choices in life. And if you babies ever decide to try and step over the line, you'll have to deal with me. It's just him and John Protrain fucking like. <laughs> so the plague arrives. Yeah. Efficient as fuck murdering. So we have Rip and we have Grinder. Rip has a Texas Chainsaw style katana. It's like it's a helicopter blade, I think. Yep. I've seen it somewhere before, though. Like, just a double-bladed square blade. I don't know. Like, I I've feel seen like it. it's an offshoot of a uh, pyramid head shit. Like, I feel like it's a Silent Hill weapon. There's just something about it. It's got it, yeah. Oh, either that or a crouching tiger, hidden dragon kind of reference. Yeah. he's Yeah. Actually, yeah. That one sword that was, like, big as fuck. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, then you have Grinder, And Grinder has this weapon. Because, like, once... Rip, you know, rips through people. Grinder has this. I can only describe it as like a Klansman's wet dream. That makes sense. That was exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh man, please let not, these not be white supremacists. Just like, just like, Ugh, nope, hanging. They they hung all white people. So that's I'm true. Say, I'm gonna uh, say nay. But to be fair, there were only two black people in this movie, and one of them was a pimp. Oh, I was say it was the fucking plague. It was the pimp, and then the nurse. That was it. That was it. That's a fair uh, spectrum of us, I guess. Not a lot of options for black folks in this universe. (laughs) This is better than Schumacher one. Fair enough. Um, But yeah, dude. So like this. This gun grinder has, he puts a rope around the neck, shoots it in the sky. They're hanging. It's done. I'm like, Jesus. And it's efficient. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying. And Because uh, then they leave like this amazing um, gallows in the fucking ceiling. So like if you're, you know, walking behind their fucking path, you will shit yourself. You just see the carnage they leave behind. I would shit. Oh, God, I would shit myself. Lord. So, I love how the plague shows up and actually capture the fuck out of the person they're going after. Like, the hobo does not win. Like, they capture him, and then they put him in a coffin, and then they attach it to a motorcycle and drive away. That is fucking badass. Yep. Just, I'm sorry. And they do nothing to him. And they take him back to the fucking lair where you see there's a hit list. Did you notice who's in the hit list? Also, hit list that they have succeeded because there's red marks on them. Mm-hmm. One of them is Jesus. The other one is Abraham Lincoln. Joan of Arc. So they've been at this for a while. You're actual demons. A- uh, I said Abraham Lincoln? Mm-hmm. And the hobo. <laughs> he <laughs> made the list. <laughs> That's a list. That is a list. Um, I think I'm missing somebody, too, from the fucking uh, from the list. It was a bunch of it was a bunch of people who fucking matter, bro. So after all that crazy shit, um Ivan shows up, you know, to like kinda talk some extra shit because he's been captured, right? Right. And and no one respects Ivan. <laughs> Even the dude in a coffin with no way out, he's like, You can go fuck yourself. What did you say? No, it was 
I can't oh, remember. Shit. It's just you're, you're you're in your brother's shadow, some shit like that. Yeah, you're, so you're gonna die in your brother's shadow, <laughs> something like that. So Abby is like, "Fuck this, I'm gonna go save him," because she, you know, her life was saved. Yeah, and she suits up. She gets the lawnmower, weaponizes it, gets his shotgun, cuts off the handle. I was really confused. Like, what are you doing? Mm. And instead of the butt of the gun, it's an axe. She duct tapes some shit together. I'm like, okay, I guess that's a good idea. I mean, the one on uh, Agents of Shield is much better because it's the axe in the front of the barrel, mm. and it's like, that and it's like it curves sense. down. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. Because it's like, what about your body? Because you have it against your body. And it's but but I'm, I'm pretty sure that was the first gen for like a couple episodes when he's like, you know what? I should add a fucking axe to this thing. So she turns a lot more into like a blade shield, which is pretty fucking gangster, right? Oh, I was thinking of what's his fucking from um, uh, Peter Jackson and the the one with the Oh, yeah, zombies. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dead Alive. Dead Alive, yeah. Or Brain Dead, whatever. Yeah, that's exactly what that shit was. Right, if she was fighting zombies, she would be whew, overly She'd be good to go. So what's really crazy to me is that the mob is like about to attack her thinking that she's homeless or some shit. And she gives one of the wackest speeches I've ever heard in my entire life. Some people got a bed to sleep on where they can crawl under the covers and have a good night's rest. But other people, they don't got beds at all. Instead, they gotta find an alleyway or a park bench where some fucker's not gonna stab them. Just cause they don't got beds doesn't mean they're homeless. Cause guess what? They got the biggest home of any of us. It's called the streets. And right now, we're all standing in their home. So maybe we should show them some goddamn respect. If this is their home, they got a right to keep it clean, don't they? Sometimes, on the streets, a broom just ain't gonna fucking cut it. It's when you gotta get a shotgun. So if you wanna kill me, go ahead. But I'll warn you, from where I'm standing, things are looking real fucking filthy. Like, I don't know if this speech is bad or the speech in Zion from Matrix 2. It's, no, no, no. no. It's, it's this speech. It's this speech. I like speech. that speech from Zion. Zion, hear me! Machines! Machines! <laughs> and their armies! Like, what the fuck, bro? Dude, are you on shrooms right now? What's going on? I am geeking right now. I'm tripping balls. Does my voice sound like this to anyone else? <laughs> anyway. After that, <laughs> that weak-ass speech, she goes into action, right? And, uh, you know, Drake is having another public execution. And, you know, the plague is there. The crowd is all into it and shit. Mm-hmm. And, um... It's congregation. Okay, okay, okay. I'm with you, bro. Um, But, yeah, like, they have him bricked up in the same shit that Logan was in. So, you're like, oh, no, they're gonna try to cut this dude's head off. Abby swoops in finally we get abby prostitute ex machina she yep. comes in uses the axe she fashioned in the shotgun to free him from getting his head lopped off by rip who's ready to get it in and she tries to hold ivan hostage for drake oh ultimate disrespect dude drake yeah. 
caps his son like dude i didn't like he asked rip like yo rip what you think replaceable i was like damn replaceable <laughs> <laughs> fuck him he gets shot ivan ivan dies he doesn't even get a good death he just falls off screen and he's gone yep it's pretty Old hilarious pastors. like no type of, i mean he's garbage and um your boy grinder wasn't paying attention he's, he fucked up because he was like trying to attack uh abby Somehow Abby got loose, and she came down on him with the lawnmower uh, shield and dismantles Grinder. What did she do? I don't. Uh, it, it didn't make sense because it all happened off camera. Yeah, in, in a weird way. It like thought, you know, thought she like. I thought it was like she used the shotgun to like power the axe through the shield or some whatnot and like nah, knock him down and like nah, she just jumped on lawnmower lawnmower to the face and then just rode that shit until it was through yeah she, she just came down on him yeah it fucked him up with all that shit happening she still gets captured right like somehow drake gets a hold of her yeah i don't right? know yeah i don't know how like some fucking jujitsu bullshit i don't know yeah it was just weird so She's in trouble because Drake is now pushing her hand towards her fucking lawnmower weapon. Right. And this is fucking gross. Like, her, you see her hand get just decimated. And I was shocked as shit. And she had a protruding bone from oh. her nub. And she goes X-22 or X-23 or whatever. She goes, right. X, she, is X-23? She goes straight up Wolverine on this fucker. Yeah. And she stabs this dude. I mean, literally goes berserk mode. Like, screams to the fucking moon, for Christ's sake. And I'm like, whoa. So, he's hurt. She's in shock. And Hobo's like, let me finish this. Yeah. And he picks up the shotgun. And he's, like, about to blow the Drake away. And then the dirty cops show up. One of the dirty cops is actually the original Hobo with a shotgun. Huh. Is it the good one? <laughs> like, like, I don't think. No, no, no. Well, he wasn't. Uh, so it's do or die now. Mm-hmm. He pulls the trigger, he dies. He doesn't pull the trigger, he dies. Bunch of dirty ass cops, guns on him, he's fucked. But then the mob finally shows up to put the guns on the cops to try to take the shit city back. But does it end like Meteor Man? I was hoping. I was kind of hoping. I wanted to see her like in a new fucking town, teaching kids with one bum hand got the flowers in the windowsill and it's like you know just a nice something sweet fuck that shit no everyone dies <laughs> he pulls it oh first of all the line though you and me are going on a car ride to hell you're gonna miss me you're riding shotgun blues Blows his head away, and he gets gunned. Everyone gets gunned down. Hobo goes down. Everyone goes down. And all you get is the last shot of the hobo laying dead on the ground. And Abby screaming. The end. What? Mm-hmm. You know, there's an alternate uh, thing that was cut where Abby actually did become uh, a plague member. Because Ripped is left, guys. If you're wondering, what, that, what happened to the... The samurai demon guy was like, I gotta take Abby. He, uh, she has to play as a grinder. And like the hobo was like, No. And he just walked away. And that was it. He's just like, All right, fuck it. I was thinking, like, the hobo would be like, I need another 
one must take the other's place. Like, something like that. And like, oh, take hope, me then. Right. Yeah. But, nah. But, apparently, Abby wound up getting taken anyway. That would have been cool. That's what happened, essentially. But, um, yeah, they're fucking demons. Whatever. So, yeah, that's, that's Hobo with a shotgun, man. Craziness. Absolute craziness. Man, it's tally time, but you got a hell of a tally ahead of you, my friend. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of rough on like I was trying to keep track of the calories and the body count, and I was like, oh, this is gonna suck. All right, All right. so but I, I got a number, so we'll see what happens. Let's uh let's put on our, our non-slip shoes and wade through the blood in this one. Let's get into our body count. So, my number is 103. God damn. Yup. 103. Yeesh. Now it's time for everybody's favorite subject, the nudity. Let's get skin deep. It's about to get skin deep. I just want to see a little feet. Just show me that boy. Ladies and gentlemen, we had three pairs of titties. They were in good moods, but they were covered in blood. Therefore, ugh, not with it, man. But um, thankfully, that's all because there was a lot of uh, just graphic language, man. Mm. Graphic ass language. Yeah. <laughs> graphic and violence too. Mm. Just crazy violence. Yeah. All right, guys, it's time to talk about our favorite character in the movie. Who is our shining star? Let's talk about our Joe Grizzly recipient. Let me introduce myself. I'm Joe Grizzly. Bitch. Render Ready Savage, who is your Joe Grizzly? Dylan Harris McDonald. fuck is that? That is a special effects coordinator. Ah. Everything you do is practical. It's badass. Everything you do was practical. And I was like, fuck, I, yeah. He gets a lot of the credit of this movie. Oh, real quick, I'm about to fuck your mind up. You know uh, Slick, right? Yeah. Same kid from Small Soldiers. What? <laughs> Fucking douchebag! No. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look what he became. Um, look, you could have been so much more. It's fucking hilarious. He could have been though. I thought he was. Anyway, um, my Joe Grizzly has to go to the plague, man. Ripping fucking grinder. Mm. It just out of nowhere, and it's just fucking awesome. And I think the director just has a thing for metal face people. I think it was more of like. I have no way to end this movie that doesn't kind of suck without an, a super boss battle. And it's like, got to bring in the super boss. You know what yeah. sucks? In the trailer, there was, I mean, he, the there was a guy dressed kind of sort of like Rip with mm-hmm. a giant sword. And the shotgun guy was going head to head with him. I'm like, oh, man. Yep. I'm glad I don't remember this trailer. I'd be battle. pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were deprived. Um, or they just ran out of budget. They're like, end it. End it now. Yeah, it's like... It's like we gotta. I don't think uh, Rucker's gonna stay another week to do the special effects fight. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> you must join us. Right. No. Okay, I'm leaving. All right. My planet needs me. Um. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, died on the way back to his home planet. 
Um, sorry. That would have been the worst. <laughs> this moved me deeply. Um, it's final verdict time, guys. Knee pads or slippers. What that means. If we truly love this movie, we give it a maximum of two knee pads where we fall into the worst of position, given the movie is just due, or if we think this movie is a flaming pile of boo-boo. We give it two hater slippers where we slide them on and beat on a helpless man upside down like a pinata. Ran ready savage. Knee pads or slippers. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a one knee pad. Mm-hmm. Um, just I don't. Uh, it might just be my mood. I really wasn't feeling a super gory action flick. But if you're looking for a super gory action flick, there, uh, this is gonna do. This will do like a lot. Like I mean, it's. I'm definitely gonna watch it again. But I'm glad I watched it at least once. So yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm gonna give this one knee pad as well. It's. It's done on purpose, so like it, to me, it lacks a little bit of that charm because it wasn't uh, unintentionally goofy. Mm. But I still liked a lot of stuff that happened. Some of the writing was just over the top and retarded. That's why I couldn't give it a perfect score. I know it was uh, on purpose, but then when they actually tried, you know what I mean? Like there were certain moments where they tried to make it like a thing, and I mm-hmm. felt like they could have just eased on the goofy shit just a tad as far as like bad guy dialogue like we know they deserve it it's fine relax calm down a bit but uh it's like i need to you gotta make sure you everyone knows this guy is evil oh i love the smell of her asshole but perfect have you seen have you seen turbo kid i have not seen turbo kid please watch turbo kid that is much much better as that that is definitely the better movie man but um this is still pretty fucking good i think that he hasn't done a lot of movies at all so props to that cat um you know shout out to earl luckett the uh, guy that selected this for patreon i actually know him personally super cool dude uh one of the funniest guys i've known like uh, before i did the podcasting stuff and uh he was definitely inspiration as far as like just cracking jokes and shit he's a funny cat but yeah shout out to nerdy bitches home video hustle the uh geek world all-stars uh movie pod squad H-Town Pods. Randy, you got anybody? Um, just more recommendations. Still, mm. um, I'm get, I'm digging into Webtoons a lot lately, mostly because of Bri-Fi. And now Walker the Geek uh, caught me onto the, there's another one called Let's Play. Mm. It's actually pretty funny. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm reading more in my spare time instead of actually watching things. But I'm, I'm trying to catch up on all my shows. But my shows are like, like a year old now, so whatever. Alright guys, we'll catch you guys next week. Here we go. Mm-hmm.